You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. China. Indeed, we're looking at China this morning and joining us on the line, Dr. Martin Davis. He is uh, on the line here and he's the Managing Director of Emerging Markets of Africa at Deloitte. Uh, good to talk to you, Dr. Davis. Good morning. Good to be back. Uh, thank you very much for coming through. All right, then you want to talk about Chinese shoppers who are spending big abroad. I hope they're spending here in South Africa. Well, I hope so too, Clone, but it's, I was in London a week or so ago, and it was the uh, Chinese New Year holidays. Bookings from China to, to the UK were up 88%. It's staggering. Over 6 million Chinese traveled abroad, to, and uh, you know the spend typically is almost double in the UK what it is uh, from, from travelers from other tourists and other destinations. Wow. I went to a couple of you walking up and down the high street in, in, in London. Literally, kind of, it's crazy. 80%, I estimate, of shoppers were Chinese. Wow. The spending abroad, the spending power is incredible. Spending in China alone, there's 344 million. Every number in China is a big number. But 344 million internal tourists in China moving around the country. Shanghai Disney was closed down. It was just too busy, couldn't cope with the numbers. And spending was up 16% uh, sort of year on year compared to last uh, New Year's, Lunar New Year in China. I think the point here is people often talk about Chinese slowdown and some alarmist Chinese collapse of the economy. It's all nonsense. Consumer spend is incredibly robust and the Chinese middle class is here to stay. Wow. That's very, very interesting indeed, hey, Dr. Davis. But also, China is entering this e- e-cars market quite substantially. Substantially, We all know about, about Tesla, but uh, the same sort of how should we say, disruptive automotive technology is, is, is coming out of China as well. Companies which, which, which we know, uh, we've heard of, but are also going into what they see as this window opportunity to get into electric cars, so-called e-cars, before the likes of GM, VW do in China. And again, remember, Kalani, that China is the world's largest um, automotive market for passenger sedans. It's, it's bigger than the US. Almost 20 million cars were sold in China last year. So Players, I mean, you know, uh, you've heard of Alibaba, the, the sort of e-commerce company. Uh, Alibaba is, is is going into into the um, into automotive sector. Tencent, I think Naspers, uh, Tencent, and, and uh, is teaming up with Apple. Apple contractor Foxconn, which makes our iPhones and iPads and the like, uh, going to the car factory. Invested over 13 billion RMB. That's probably around about sort of two two and a half billion US dollars in a car plant in Jiangxi Province. Annual capacity 300,000 cars. ZTE Corporation, you've probably heard of them as making cell phones yeah. and the like. Yeah. They're also going to a car business, investing again, probably five, six billion US dollars into a car factory in a place called Zhuhai, which is in South China. It really is, and they're making trucks, buses as well. There's this, 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 this massively disruptive push. China has been disruptive in many traditional manufacturing industries. Disruptive push into, into, into e-cars, electric cars in China is really going to, I think, perhaps even change the face of the country and perhaps even the world in terms of exports. And when you look at the pollution in China, mostly coal-fired, the imperative of having a sort of hopefully a more cleaner sort of technology around automotive is, is absolutely essential. And China really is leading that way. Wow. Talking about cleaner technology, I wonder if cycling is uh, uh, taken as cleaner technology, but it is making a high-tech comeback in China. It really is. I mean, when the first time I went to China, I never forget in Beijing, you know, the, the wide sort of, you know, Chang'an Dajie, the main road they called it, there were sort of maybe six or seven lanes in each direction and four lanes for bicycles and maybe two or three lanes for cars. Now there's no more bicycles at all 20 years later. 
Um, but what we're seeing is the congestion in, in Chinese cities is just uh, absolutely horrific. So the solution, once again, like we're seeing to, to, to an extent in, in, in cities like London and Paris, is a move back to, back to bicycles. Uh, so we've seen now companies like Mobike, a Chinese company, is, is almost like an Uber of bicycles and, uh, you know, sharing of bicycles, not so much bringing them back to, uh, to, to dedicated locations, but pretty much leaving them, every, leaving them anywhere in the city for people to collect and ride. And the numbers are staggering. 700 million people are online in China with smartphones, 700 million. And the ability to use those phones to connect for, for enhanced mobility, cleaner mobility, and going back to, they also going back to basics and riding bicycles and these, these new mobile type companies, amongst others, have gained significant amounts of venture capital. It's all about the first mover in China. The first mover, you capture, you consolidate, you beat the competition, you establish a marketplace. And the pace of change in China in the innovation and technology is really quite staggering. Fascinating, eh? Good to talk to you, Dr. Davis. Have a nice week. That's why. Have a good day. Thank you. Cheers, eh? Dr. Martin Davis uh, with the BRICS Report. Fascinating stuff coming out of China.